Hi everyone, this is Maite. And in this recording, I want to share my experience when my daughter started teething. And my daughter started teething when she was only six weeks old. So it's kind of been a constant almost. Um, as she grew up, up until now, she's now 11 months. But you've got times where the teething is a little bit of a discomfort and then other times when the teething is so painful that you know it's it makes life really difficult for them for that time and of course when they're in that much pain they tend to cry a lot and scream a lot and I've shared in some previous um, recordings and posts that in general, when she cries, it has been already a bit of a challenge point um, where I would, for instance, feel overwhelmed or having to focus on her, make sure that I'm not getting caught in my own emotional reactions and that I'm able to support her effectively. Um, but when she was teething and when it was really bad, when the pain was really bad, her crying was different and she would scream out in absolute agony and for some reason um, it just brought out the absolute worst in me. You would think that I would feel uh, distraught or afraid but I actually, the emotion that came up was a really very strong, intense anger. So that really caught me off guard because so far when she had been crying, uh, there had been challenges and reactions come up, but not this. This was something different. And because I couldn't understand exactly why this was coming up, because it's also very atypical for me at this point in my life. Maybe, yeah, when I was younger, um, anger was far more present in my day-to-day, but it hasn't been for a long time, especially this type of intense, sudden, overwhelming, like almost violent kind of an anger. It just can't, it, it instantly rises up and it wants to like, you know, for me, the experience was of taking over my body almost and wanting to act on it, which I didn't. Um, I told my partner about it and to come and step in and make sure I'm not with my daughter when I'm in that frame and state of mind. But, you know, it still comes up. It's still a problem from my perspective. It's not something I want to have come up in me suddenly out of nowhere. Um, and because it's it was such an let's say, out-of-character type of experience, I went and looked on EQUAF uh, for support. EQUAF is a place where very specific um, explanations and support is given regarding the human mind, how it works, uh, where our reactions come from, uh, what to look out for when you experience these type of um thinking, emotional, behavioral patterns, how to work through it, um, etc., etc. 
So I found a recording exactly on this topic. Awesome! <laughs> Which was exactly about, you know, the reactions that come up in a parent when the baby is teething. So that already showed me, okay, there is something here. You know, it's not just me. There's many people who experience this where an odd type of reaction comes up, um, especially when our babies are teething and crying. And the recording, you know, supported me to understand that um, in my case, this the reactions that were coming up were very deep and old and, you know, suppressed experiences that I had been carrying with me for a very, very, very long time and kind of relate um, to moments in my life where I was feeling the exact same way that Cynthia is feeling while she's teething. Okay, so that gave me some perspective and showing me that you're not crazy. Sure, it's a crazy thing that's happening, but, you know, there is an explanation for this. Cool. <laughs> I can work with this. Um, but then, you know, the, the practical, you know, steps of how to actually move through it, I still had to do. And what I first did was to drop the energy. What do I mean? Through my, you know, years of working with myself and my emotions, I've come to realize that whenever I access anger or frustration or any type of emotion that makes me feel more powerful, that makes me feel stronger, that makes me feel more or superior, it's usually to compensate for an underlying experience where I'm feeling inferior, where I'm feeling powerless, where I feel sad and, you know, very low. So when I dropped the anger, you know, to... Sorry, when I dropped the anger to kind of feel what's really going on, you know, like get out of that polar opposite that I've created because the anger is just a polar opposite of something else way down underneath. So I dropped the anger and what I experienced then was this deep, deep sense of helplessness. This absolute feeling of there's nothing I can do. I just have to go through this. I have no power. I have no choice. And I've, you know... I'm an absolute, complete victim, and all I can do is just scream about this. And, okay, so now I realized that what I was actually dealing with wasn't anger per se, it was actually helplessness and hopelessness. And uh, that was also, again, a very tough experience for me to face because it's definitely not how I experience myself in my day-to-day -day and in my life. But there have been moments in my life when I felt that way. And especially when I was a child, where what was happening in my reality, um, the people in it, um, many events that took place where there wasn't anything I could do. I was like a victim, so to speak, because I was a child and I was simply undergoing what was being done onto me and with me. So 
And you know, it's it's the same for many children who grow up in a situation where the people still struggle and are still trying to figure out how to do what is best for a child and you know, first have to actually learn what it means to do what's best for them so they can then treat the child in the same way. So in any case, I realized that's where that's coming from. And that's why when Cynthia is feeling helpless and hopeless with all the pain and her literally, you know, she can't get out of her body. You know, she can't escape this. She has to go through it. There is no way around this. So when she screams and cries with that experience, that's exactly the experience that got triggered in me and all of my suppressions came out. But I didn't experience it as helplessness and hopelessness. I experienced it as anger because through my life, when I actually looked at the moments in my life when I felt helpless and hopeless, I realized that I had a intense, intense dislike and even like a hatred towards it. I like, I hate it. Feeling helpless. I hate it. Feeling powerless. I hate it. Other people seeing me that way and treating me that way. Um, so instead of actually feeling helpless and feeling hopeless when Cynthia was crying, I experienced my own relationship that I created to those words. And I experienced this anger and frustration and hatred. And that was what was coming up in those moments. Okay, so now I got the understanding, but I still had to kind of, you know, I had to change this. I didn't want to continue this way. And so when Cynthia then would cry and when she was still teething and she would cry, at least instead of the anger, what would come up was the helplessness and the hopelessness. And the experience that I would have was like, there's nothing I can do for you. I, I don't know. I've tried everything. Nothing works. I'm absolutely powerless in every way to support you. And, you know, I feel like absolutely like shit. And I was just like wanting to cry myself. I was like a pile of misery together with her. So, you know, she was looking for help and I was myself looking for help. I, I didn't know. I felt like there was nothing I could do. Now, around the same time, Cynthia had changed her sleeping schedule to wake up very early, like five in the morning, six in the morning. And I'd actually come to really enjoy that because early morning, I would then go outside with her, stand in the garden, and just the experience of nature and the garden and the plants and the bugs and the, the, you know, the bees and the birds, all this life was just like buzzing and, you know, starting the day. And I realized that what I was really enjoying about that whole experience was the sense of freshness, you know, and the, you know, countless possibilities that are before me at the start of the day, you know, like anything is possible, that brimming of possibility, you can almost like feel it and taste it outside when you go outside in the mornings. 
And I didn't immediately do anything with this. You know, I had found the words and what it is I was actually, you know, appreciating and accessing in those moments. But I didn't really know what to do with it right away. And I didn't look at it specifically. But the next time that Cynthia was crying and I started feeling helpless and hopeless, I, you know, firstly started challenging my experience. I said, "Mm, okay, really, is there nothing you can do? Because nothing is very little. Have you really tried everything? Because everything is a whole lot. And of course, that wasn't the case. You know, it's not like I had tried everything and it's not like there was nothing I could do. That was what the emotion was telling me, but that wasn't necessarily the reality. And in that moment, when I realized that, I remembered my experience of being outside in the mornings and the word freshness. And I realized, you know what, I can live that word right now. And instead of accepting the helplessness, the hopelessness, and this entire experience and what it is telling me about myself in this moment, I'm going to decide to live freshness. And how I'm going to do that is simply by looking again, you know, look with fresh eyes, let go of everything that I'm experiencing right now, let go of how I'm looking at this right now, completely, and look again, Open yourself to all the possibilities that actually exist, but that I've chosen to not see, that I've blinded myself to by being in an emotional state. And that was absolutely fantastic because, you know, just asking myself the question, okay, what can I do? What can I try that I haven't done yet? And you know what? There was always something I hadn't tried. And I would do it and test it out. And then I would move from one to the other. And, you know, it was such an empowering realization and action of actually, you know, physically moving through that whole experience of helplessness and powerlessness and hopelessness by instead choosing to see the possibilities, choosing to look again, choosing to continue to try. And, you know, simply, sorry, simply by doing that, the emotion just stopped having a hold over me because I wasn't accepting it. I wasn't living that anymore. I was now living a different word, one of my choosing and one that I defined in a way that I could live it practically. So, you know, this is also to share that sometimes our emotional reactions and experiences and states of mind can be extremely frightening. You know, the anger that came up in me actually stopped me in my tracks. And, you know, it scared me because it's a type of experience that if I accept that and if I go with that and I live it out, someone will get hurt. And the possibility of it being my daughter getting hurt would be real. So it is, in a way, really scary, but that doesn't mean that there is no solution to it. It doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to understand it. It doesn't mean you don't have the ability to choose a different way and a different path and a different life. 
So for all the mothers out there and fathers who are dealing with a baby who is teething and crying a lot, and if you're finding that it's triggering parts of you that you're not proud of and that you don't actually want to continue having as a part of you, I hope this recording helps you. And you know, it can be a whole different experience for you. You know, there might be a whole different backstory to to your experience and there might be a whole different solution to your experience. But I hope this at least inspires you to have a look and find out and try out different things. Um, and I will also, yes, I will place the Equaf recording that helped me. I will place that in, um, in the description. So that you can also have a listen to that if you would like. Um, yeah, and that's it for me for today. How the word freshness helped me in the moments where my daughter stealing brought out the absolute worst in me. Thank you for listening. Bye.